0: You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast.
1: All right. Welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I'm DJ Impact. We got Simon Street over there, Sin City Steve, and we got Matt Michaels. Welcome to Three Count. We got three good topics for you, and uh, we welcome you to join in. We're always live on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook live. And we, uh, yeah, make sure you put any comments in the chat box, and we'll try to get it in as we see it. All right, let's get right into it, fellas. Fellas. It's time. Biggest bad boys of podcasting present.
2: One, two,
1: three. Count talk. (laughs) Count talk, baby. All right, here's count one. One. And that is the report that Warner Brothers Discovery pitched expanding AEW pay per view schedule. This is from WrestleZone.com. All right, so this is how. It reads, it says the AEW could uh, potentially add pay-per-views to its schedule in the future. It initially held AEW Revolution Double or Nothing all out full gear as their yearly pay-per-views. They already started to add to their pay-per-view schedule for Bitten Door, joined the schedule in 2022, and the company is set to hold AEW all in London at Wembley Stadium in August. Now, Sean Ross Sapp of Full a select, Select reports that Warner Brother Discovery sources confirm that they propose significantly expanding AEW's pay-per-view schedule, with the quote, very likely possible, end quote, that the lineup will extend potentially to one event per month. Now, SAP wrote that Warner Brother Discovery has wanted this outcome and now it has been discussed. And in the report, SAP wrote that it's unclear whether these events would be standalone pay-per-views, or if they would be part of a potential max streaming deal. Per SAP, nothing has been finalized and it could change, but the two sides have discussed the schedule. Now, in another report, SAP stated that AEW and Warner Brothers Discovery have been in talks for months regarding the extensions of the television rights deal. Sources believe that an announcement of a deal could be made this summer or fall. Per SAP, Warner Brothers Discovery sources have been very happy with a w particularly with the company's flexibility when it comes to content and dealing with preemptions now sap rolled at the broadcast of aw all in has uh, been discussed as part of these talks and Warner Brother discovery source noted that the deal would be a huge mon- quote a huge money increase for aw end quote at least based on the way things look right now all right this is very interesting since city steve Extending out the pay per views, kind of beginning to look like a uh, another promotion I'm familiar with. What's your take? I know, know, (laughs) man. It's 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 pretty crazy, right? So,
3: um, as it sits right now, there are five pay per view events on the uh, on the calendar for, or excuse me, um, yeah, yeah, for four and then Forbidden Door. So, you know, you've got the ones that were mentioned in the article, and then uh, obviously their co promotion with uh with forbidden door uh this year obviously doing all in on top of that right there you're at your six so yeah get used to if this is true and you know sean Rasap is very reliable yeah. um he he's not just you know some random guy trying to make a name for himself um he's he's pretty credible with the things that he puts on fightful yeah and um it's yeah it, I think that one of the things that AEW suffers from is they don't have a good grasp on long-term storytelling that actually keeps viewers entertained. And what I mean by that is if you'll notice the build starts for an AEW pay-per-view the month before the pay-per-view actually happens. So essentially if you've got two months between shows, you have pay per view, and then you have a dead month where nothing really of note typically happens. Mm-hmm. No storylines get progressed. Um, it's it's kind of spinning wheels. So you know, I think that this this could be a good move. Um, now, obviously, they need to get something figured out in terms of a pay per view deal um, because BR Live is absolute dog shit. And I don't know of anybody that actually wants to deal with BR Live 12-plus times a year. Mm-hmm. So they need to get things straightened out on that end. Um, fuck it. You know, we've talked all this stuff, and it's been rumored about All In going on Max. Okay. Why not? Why not start there? Mm-hmm. Um, they, they have to get something figured out. I know I've said it numerous times, but yeah, I'm, I'm completely all for this. As long as they get a different pay-per-view provider, and fifty bucks a month for an AEW pay-per-view, it's a bit, a bit steep.
1: Yeah, I mean, we have to be rich like Simon Street, who was uh, <laughs> able to pay for these fifty dollars. What, what's your take, man? Because he if- doesn't pay. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, these, these are more uh, uh, more pay-per-view events, Simon Street. Uh, what's your take? You all for it or you're like, man, what they have right now, they should just keep?
2: I think it's always, you know, the conversation needs to be had and open up possibilities. Uh, do I think, based on what we read, yeah, it looks promising, but is it something that's, that's, that's a bargain for everybody? You know, whenever you have these type of deals and you're looking to make profit. You have to look at what's the problem what's the need and how can we make money off of providing a solution and so kind of just skimming through this this article the beginning steps are there right there's obviously been conversations and i'm gonna you know kind of say something that you know john kind of said in the chat he said i'd prefer to go to the theater instead and yes. even though i haven't had a chance to go there yet that seems more promising for me to do that based on where this is right now. Because my thing is like this, if they do a whole streaming deal, blah, 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 and it goes with Max, right? That could be promising. But what does that look like? Because if you up my Max subscription for AEW pay-per-views, now I'm going to put a little hot coal under AEW's ass to have some good quality pay-per-views. And it goes back to what Sin City said. You really have got to invest in the long-term storylines to make sure that you are really making that promise to where people are like, oh, man, I'm glad I got Max, man, because I'm going to watch that upcoming, uh, you know, AEW pay-per-view. And so there's it, a lot to be said. AEW is going to have to continue to improve. I think they know the writing on the wall where they need to improve at. And if this deal does go through for the not so rich Simon Street, they're going to get my money if I don't mind spending the gas money to go eventually one day and go watch an AEW pay-per-view. Whitson City in a movie
1: theater.
2: Mm-hmm. That's the best experience movie. for them. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: All right. Let me ask you, man, Michaels. What was you? What do you think would be better for them uh, if they had a standalone <laughs> pay per view, or if it was um, with a Max streaming deal? Do you, what would benefit them? You think better, or either or? So, there's a couple things here that
0: um, are questions that very interesting because we don't know, right? We honestly don't know the real numbers of the pay-per-view returns, right? They don't have to disclose them. That's that's all private. So the idea of how much are they actually making from the pay-per-views? Now, of course, I'm joking about not paying for the pay-per-views, but we know that a majority... Of that wrestling fan base do, does not pay for their pay-per-views mm-hmm. so you're already losing that out if you can get people to buy into max in which you already don't have a, a subscription so you're making new subscribers by doing this then it makes all the sense in the world mm-hmm. that's as simple yeah. as that yeah um you know that that essentially is why peacock Put out big fucking money for the WWE is right. because if you took away that viewership from the WWE, <laughs> be he no cock gone.
1: Yep, because I'll be like, mm-hmm. yep, yeah. We we we'd, we'd all take our pee
0: and run and leave the cock behind.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, sounds like a bad sour taste in somebody's mouth.
0: <laughs> it, it, it is. It is. It is a horrible sour taste in a mouth. And so um, you know, and personally, you know that the only thing that makes sense here is to merge both companies and have a max cock. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there you go. You know,
2: you you know what the sad thing? If there was a max cock, you know they're gonna relaunch the Kardashians, they're gonna have a new home. Well,
0: that's all that's all the Kardashians have ever gone for is Max Cock. <laughs> and so that's the only yeah. streaming platform they'd ever lay down for
2: well that sounds like a black deal
0: it might well, be. that went that, that went it sideways it might be we know it's not a black box which is how you get your pay-per-views illegally well, i, know I
2: tell you what it would go deep it definitely would go ocean deep <laughs> We never ring this to
1: the end, but we're gonna go ahead and this is another one just to make there you go Woo.
2: you need to get a gavel sound <laughs> Order in the court order in the court. Oh my lord all right let's let's get to our uh, our second count.
1: yeah and if they merged with Showtime it would be
0: showtime for the Max Cock.
2: Man now that sounds wet.
0: Oh, it's stars. It stars the max cock right there,
2: but is it a five star? Let's ask Meltzer. He might have experience. All right,
1: <laughs> I, th- I think y'all. I think y'all done. Right? We're done, Dad. I'm sorry. Dad, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> gotta put these guys on punishment sometime. All right. Because Tony
2: Khan loves the max cock, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> Especially when you sprinkle it with white powder, it's like a Kanache with powdered sugar. <laughs> turn, turn, turn. All right, AW
1: bans multiple moves and requires company approval for others. <sighs> you both should just go sit in the corner, and just me and Steve would take care of the rest of the show. <laughs> no we actually want to
3: have people you know continue (laughs) to listen that's true yeah yeah we we need we need we need them that is true that is
1: true all right let me get into that all right from this is from tgrwrestling.net and it says that um that aw's in-ring product seems to be in store for major changes as the company attempts to protect both of its wrestlers and fans now, according to a report from FIFO Select, AEW is making sweeping changes when it comes to an in, it's, its in-ring presentation. The company is often criticized for allowing risky moves in the ring as well as its liberal use of blood and matches. FIFO Select does note that while many people in the company have confirmed the list as legitimate, there were also talented who said they hadn't yet seen the document. Now the report notes that uh, these protocols were developed by AEW's media team, coaches, and referees to quote help protect talent, staff, crews, and fans end quote. The document obtained by Fightful stated that while wrestling away, while wrestling always carries a certain amount of risk, the company wants to minimize that risk without hampering the creativity of its performers. So Fightful reports that the following have been banned by AEW when it comes to in. Ring action unprotected chair shots to the head shots to the back of the head buckle bombs and blind moves backwards into the turnbuckle fencing responses like unnatural positions of arms following a concussion seizures sales spitting bleeding in the crowd weapons or projectiles in the crowd taking drinks or food from guests in the crowd or physical contact with the crowd. Nothing with blood on it should be thrown into the crowd. Now, the list comes shortly after Brian Danson used a Caesar like cell in this match with Kazuchika Akata at AEW New Japan for Britain Door. Meanwhile, John Moxley is known to go into the crowd while covered in blood, and MJF often makes waves with his interactions with the crowd. And MJF recently came under fire when he threw a drink on a child. Something the list expressly bans. Now, just quickly, right quick, uh, the Wrestling Observer figure for online, it did mention that Kenny Omega says, critics of the Tiger Driver 91 spot just want to put a dark mark on that match. Quote, don't tell me not to wrestle the way I know how to wrestle. End quote, Omega said. Wow. Well, Matt Michaels, what is your take, man? There are uh, finally some rules are in place. We finally can get this business to start acting like a business. What's your take, man?
0: Well, you know, it's, it's interesting because um, I think that it comes down to the idea of backlash, right? You're finally putting them in a position where, um, it's not necessarily about their fan base, right? It's about the perception of the company because it's outside picking up on it. And I think that that's where the problem comes in. And at the same time, we were just talking about the potential max deal, right. Of of doing some kind of subscription thing. So if you do that, um, you really are now kind of hand in hand with a corporate deal. Um, and we can say WWE, right? The, we know that if SmackDown, if they, if Fox said, Hey, we want massive bloodletting WWE would have to do it because they got so much money from them. So um, it's just one of those things where I think that, don't be fooled by this. John Moxley is not going to have to run shit by anyone. He's going to do what he wants to do. Jericho, same thing. These guys who are on that level, the Bucks, Omega... I mean, Omega basically came out and said it. Like, <laughs> right. don't say shit about what I'm doing because I'm the wrestler who fucking cares. Um, so it's it's more so a a company look to put that out there, the documents out there. Um, and if anyone does anything and someone then asks the question, why was this done? Then all you have to say was, Oh yeah, no, no, Mox Mox asked. So we said, yeah, this fits in the story. So go ahead. So you know it's it's 50% protection, 50% bullshit, 50% uh, you know, covering their ass 50%. You know, there's a lot of 50% here.
1: <laughs> you up to 200% right now. So <laughs>
0: I, I, well, you know, again, it's, it's a lot of that white Christmas snow coming down and uh, the math makes sense to me.
1: <laughs> I got you. I got you. Hey, Sin City, Steve, man, you think this would be something that uh that they will enforce or, you know, Kind of like the way Michaels was just saying, hey, I mean, you know, they got something there, but these guys can kind of do whatever they want to do anyway, and, uh, you know, what's your take? So, honestly, I think that
3: John actually did mention this uh, in the chat, and I, I, I appreciate him kind of, um, you know, connecting the dots a bit. Uh, he says, this article reads as if the writing is on the wall to AEW acquiring a new cable-slash-streaming rights deal, and these are the terms by the company who's – fronting the bill money talks and bullshit walks. So TK will now be listening to his higher power and that will be fronting the bill. I completely agree. Um, I think that this is one of the steps that they had to take in order to get a, uh, an over the top streaming um, presence on max. Mm -hmm. So I think that uh, it's, it's very funny that um, you know, while these news stories uh, accounts one and two are just that separate news stories they can all feed into a narrative where it allows you to connect the dots and it really does show how everything can be connected even okay. if you don't think it is right up front right um i i think that it is good to have rules of the road now ultimately yes if this is an edict that came down from warner brothers discovery then I think that you know Mox and Omega are—they're probably going to have to abide by these things. Um, otherwise, yeah, they're going to have to face some sort of repercussions. Ultimately, if this is just an in-house memo, like what you had mentioned, then of course, then they just have to have these things up just so that they're not liable in the event of whatever goes awry. I—I um, I think that. Spots like the Tiger Driver 91 spot, um, to, to get into Kenny's point and his comment, at the end of the day, he has to make that, that determination on whether or not the risk is worth it. Um, I do not want to see a Tiger Driver 91 on a weekly show. I do not want to see head drops on just a random episode of any kind of TV show. Um, I, I, I'm not a fan of that. Um, this was a, a quote-unquote dream match. Um, and quite frankly, the last time that Omega and Osprey got in the ring together, it was the match of the year for 2023. Um, I think that they set a bar that was exceptionally high for themselves and they almost felt like the only way to actually exceed what they did in the first match was to build in a spot that would keep people talking such as what they did with the Tiger Driver 91 spot. I just hope that they don't do anything as dumb. Um, and that's by me saying it. Um, or that has such a high risk in their third inevitable match,
1: yeah. Hmm. I mean, yeah. Simon Street, listen, I mean, there's been pl- uh, rules in place for WWE for some time. It looked like the guys do a pretty good job with maintaining, uh, staying within those guidelines. Um, and no one's come out saying, Hey, you know, you can't teach me how to wrestle. So it's pretty interesting to see kind of, you know, where kind of the some of the voices are going towards, uh what AEW is putting into place. Do you think this is really going to be a, a issue for the talent or do you think they will just abide like any other corporation put a rule in place or like WWE have, and they're actually doing it? No one complaining. You think it's, it's going to be that easy?
2: Well, it, with regards to what Kenny said, he's saying that now, but at the end of the day, first and foremost, he just letting off steam. He's a way more accomplished in veteran wrestler worker, so you can't bet your bread and butter on the Tiger driver. You see what I'm saying? Your, your, your move repertoire set is way bigger than that, and the presence you bring to this industry is way bigger than that. So I know you just upset, bro. I understand it. I'll put it in the context for all of us. And, yeah, well said. Uh, rest in peace to the wild days of AEW. I call that the mismanaged era of Coke. Uh, a lot of things are going to be changing around our AEW because at the end of the day, when somebody cutting that real big check, you got to follow in line. Same thing for us, y'all. Don't get me wrong. I love saying motherfuck, fuck, fuck all y'all, fuck this, fuck that. You a bitch, you a bitch. But if someone roll up to the Vegas bad boys and want to cut that big check, look, Simon Street ain't got no problem with, with following the rules. And it ain't just because of the money. It's because it's an opportunity to elevate. Do you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So you got to ask yourself, why did you get into this business? Yeah, take the opportunity to bleed all you want. Moxley, everybody else on AEW. But if your ass ain't supposed to get in the stands, don't get in the goddamn stands. Only bleed in the middle of the ring where it's contained. Because where there's business, they're going to look at risk. Any good investment, they're going to look at what's the risk, what to make sure that we can minimize any type of damages for liability. And AEW, up until this point, has been highly in the land in the valley of liability shit just with every time i see goddamn uh uh freaking matt hardy come out like he looked like liability they should change his name to liability when he climb on the top of any high scuffle ladder that's liability so at the end of the day this is a good opportunity for aew again let's think about the core of what makes them great it's not so much to blood yeah it's great but i don't hear a lot of aew fans saying, oh man i love aew man because i tell you what every time moxley bleeds I just feel that spirit of pro wrestling. They don't. They like the high-paced wrestling, the more of the ground and pound of what it is. Yes, AEW's riddled with problems, but y'all going to have to get in line. I've talked about this for a long time, TK. If you want to evolve and you want to see your dream become a reality, it's time for you to follow the rules.
0: He's already seen his dream become a reality. That's the problem. Well, he got to He has no. He has no... He has no goal in mind in terms of where this goes. He's just happy to have friends. That's it. The guy has
2: friends now. He's a motherfucking billionaire. But here's the thing, though. At the end of the day, you can have friends all you want. But as a human being, and I don't want to be sexist because it applies to women too, but as a as a successful man or a woman, you got to have some integrity. If you really came in and you were able to be noticed on the radar of WWE, don't do yourself a short and just be like, oh, I had friends, I'm good. No, bro, this is your opportunity to really get in the ring with the big leagues. I'm but saying, that, man. That, but you, that's
0: his delusion. That is his problem. His problem is, is that he already has been convinced that he is in the ring in the big leagues, right? And so he's not seeing the bigger picture. And that's a problem. The problem is, is he's not growing his base. He's not Mm -hmm. developing the company. So that's something to keep in mind. And one of the reasons that they're not is because, think about this. And this is very interesting. This new rule should substantially play to an advertising audience that is broader right because you are now opening your base up to bigger commercial money for toys and you know Skittles and all that kind of crap right Mm -hmm. but at the same time the core audience wants more blood and more fucking violence and more of the hard hitting, right?
1: Sure.
2: I don't think a large I don't I don't think a large number of AEW are those people. That's that's the thing really? I've said for years. Nope, I don't think so. Really? I, I I gotta strongly disagree with you. I don't think the larger percentage of hardcore AEW fans are the ones that only want the blood. I've heard more most and correct me if I'm wrong, Sin city more aew fans usually take the stance of okay the blood was cool but it don't need to be that much just give me wrestling
3: ultimately uh, just to just to jump in um i i obviously you guys know that i'm the aew guy here on the show i don't see anything out of this list that i disagree with i don't see any problem whatsoever um I mean every every single thing that's bulleted. Okay, that's fine. We don't need unprotected chair shots to the front or the back of the head. Um, buckle bombs. Okay, that's fine. Uh, it we saw what it did to Finn Balor. I mean, you know, it separated his shoulder. We saw what it did with Sting. Um, yeah, it, all this stuff. I have no problem if they did away with it. Um, you know, the even even asking for permission to do like thumbtack spots, um, you know, kendo sticks. Yeah, that I'm fine with that too. Fuck it. Like it, at least they're showing a bit of maturity by this. And you can say whatever you will, but it, this is a step toward legitimization.
0: But the question is, is that this comes, this comes in the idea of by doing that, and if you're not developing your characters, okay, so if you're not, if, if you're taking this off yeah. and you're not adding to that audience, right, then what percentage of your already small audience, relatively speaking, right, starts dropping off because they're not seeing the AEW that they love?
2: Well, John already answered that question. Go ahead and highlight that shit because that's where I'm at. I'm right with John. John said, This also reminds me of ECW for the national broadcast deal back in the late 90s. They were forced to tone down their product a lot. And we knew that. If you are a hardcore ECW fan, yeah, I like the extreme part of it. Obviously, it was in the damn title. But I knew once they got to be legitimized, they had to follow rules. Yeah. And that's okay. And that's the cool thing. I'll say this real quick. That's what the great thing is when you are day one and you get to see the unboundness, just like UFC when it first started. There was a lot of shit that it took. You get to be individualized as that person. You can go back and say, oh, man, I remember UFC back when you could eye gouge and bite and shit like that. Same thing for ECW. Same thing for AEW. You now are separated
0: from new occasional people. Here's the problem with that. And the biggest problem with it is exactly this. Remember, ECW was not a national product right True. so the hardcore fans who loved that product got that taken away when it went national all right that's your hardcore fans the rest of the people who didn't really know of ECW but heard of it possibly or maybe read about it in a magazine or early internet right what did they tune into a product that ultimately they didn't fucking end up watching. And what happened to ECW? Gone.
2: Well, and, and, That's and, the and, caution and here. I agree. But there's another side of that you may want to look at you may didn't think about. The people who are real fans, and since that he talked about loyalty, I don't know if it was last show or this show, if you're a really true loyal fan and you do like the blood, but you like pro wrestling, right? And yes. AEW is not going to be the same as it wasn't initially. You'll still have opportunities, and even though it's watered down, thumbtack, blood spots, you'll still tune in watch because you it will bring back that 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 clue. Oh, I remember. Yeah, the nostalgia of when it wasn't like that. And if AEW can learn to pace itself and not bleed every goddamn week, it could be to the benefit of them and their product. Hold that ace card, right? For later, so that way people at home or in the st- are popping and getting excited. Wow, man, this blood. It just, it's just a thought.
1: Well, hey, just remember, we. Uh, how many of us went through and loved the Attitude Era? And. Uh...
2: <laughs> I miss those puppies, man. I tell you right now, WWE <laughs> don't even remotely had a girl under a cover with, with Edge for two seconds, and they both had clown costumes on. It would make me nostalgic back to the time of the Rated R segment. <laughs>
1: But, you know, if done right, though, you you know, you see that we have that WWE went through all of those changes. And now we're to a point Mm -hmm. where we're far away from the the attitude era, but we love the product. So the question is going to be what steps are they're going to take? And, you know, because if they don't take the proper steps, then, it you know, it could be something that could go wrong.
0: Yeah. But remember, what's the biggest thing out of that that you just said? You love the product now. But what happened for almost 15 years? Oh, this sucks. This isn't the Attitude
2: Era. But we still watched it. We was bitching and complaining, but no, still no, no, watched no, it. No, no, we loved
0: no, it. no, no, no. You still watched it. Oh, you didn't? No, no. no. We're not talking about us. Oh, okay. We're yeah, talking they're talking about like a lot of the
1: fans that went to UFC and dropped WWE.
0: God. So. <laughs>
1: yeah. well i I'm can saying,
0: you already have a company that's struggling to get to build their company you right and now you're already starting to play into what killed the momentum of the
1: wwe
2: you're right but here's the thing wrestling fans are also evolving they're realizing when you get big time shit's gonna go away if i really want the blood and guts there's a- Tons, especially on the East Coast and down Jesus. south, of indie <laughs> events where they bleed and you can get sprayed by the blood if you're in the front seat. So if you love it that much, go and spend half the money that you would have spent to the big time. That's watered down. Again, what, we're starting then to then what it.
0: happens to the big time. It loses the money that. I don't.
2: Th- I, I don't big think it's losing a lot of money if it, if it's not encountering these horrible liabilities. They
0: can't get people to their shows now.
2: Uh, I disagree. I, I I see better prospect with AEW in the past two months. It's not just because I started really watching it more. I started really dissecting well, Simon,
1: it. Simon, let me tell you. Let me, let me do this. I'm not. I'm not debating what you're saying because I I, I talked to um, you know a guy that I I I talked to a guy today that was saying, man, the product is looking really good right now. So I'm no one's debating that. I think what is factual and if we had someone like um like raven on who will easily drop those numbers or travis i should say who dropped those numbers those seats of people going to the shows are not where it should be and the biggest problem the
3: biggest Mm -hmm. problem with that is that the canadian tour hasn't sold well at all they've been in they've been in canada for the last month or so and it's not been as it should have been Mm-hmm. Um, I I am interested to see how things are when they run back here
2: in the States. John on it again. Hit that shit again. Man, John is, is hitting 10 for 10 on this shit. Yeah. Man, <laughs> get out my head, bro. Because that's the same thing I was thinking of. It, again, if you want to get big time, you got to change shit and you got to open up for the people cutting the check. I know mm-hmm. we talk about on this show about sometimes people who run the check in corporates and how they fuck up shit. But sometimes corporate people can help divert you. From in and make you be aware of okay, you've done this for X amount of years and haven't seen a profit return. Let's try something different, a different tactic, and we're gonna cut the bill so you can do it.
1: All right, all right. More code
2: for TK shit.
1: I let you guys just go a little bit
2: longer because
1: our our next
2: You can take mine out. Take take mine out that I said this was a hot topic. I was enjoying myself.
1: The last topic was uh you're not really too much. Uh, but we should just reference it because it was your assignment street, and, and we were take just saying, Hey, hey, all right. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, Nikki Cross, she graduated and uh from the University of Edinburgh with a master's degree. So uh we'll shout it out, man. I mean, what was your take? I don't want to leave you out. Uh, what's your thoughts on that?
2: Nah, you know, you know what my biggest take on that whole thing was is is again, shout out to Nikki Cross for doing that. Um, it's it's really big to be able to get a, a college degree when you have a busy schedule. And their schedule is way busier than mine ever was to try and get my degree. So kudos to them. But I also want to take the opportunity because as I start digging deeper, there's a lot of wrestlers. And you look at when I niche in these names real quick, think of the timeline of where they were in the business. And you're going to start seeing a trend of what new wrestlers are looking to do, not just with degrees, but also marketing themselves to have a better future uh, than some of the wrestlers before them. Drew McIntyre. He has a, a degree, a master's degree in criminology. You got Chad Gable that has a bachelor's degree in um it looks like hold on it's coming oh a bachelor's degree in uh motion graphics and a master's in media design. You got Jack Hager, boy he's going to be using his degree real soon. Uh you know, he he has a a degree in finance. Who knew that? We already know Matt striker's the smartest motherfucker in the world, so he appears to be, but he has a bachelor's degree in history and a master's in educational psychology. Daniel Garcia, young boy, Daniel Garcia. He got uh, a, a degree after his car wreck and uh, what you call it uh, from Buffalo bachelor's in communications. Okay. Well, he can talk good. Dolph Ziegler. He has a degree in pre-law. Big E. He has a bachelor's degree in uh, communications. Mandy Rose, who knew? Man, she, she she does have something in that brain of hers. I'm just joking. But yeah, she has one in speech pathology, right? Bobby Lashley, he has a, a degree in recreation and um a ser- human services management. And our friend, D. Lo Brown, man, he has a degree in finances and he even said on some of the things I was saying, like he knew about taxes. My point is, I want to bring this out is we've talked about in our show for a long time. When you look at older wrestlers, it's a sad story because they gave everything to entertain us and what did it leave it with them in the end, right? A lot of them. We've heard, and it sucks to hear this, but if you see a lot of those wrestlers I named, d being the oldest one, they're starting to kind of figure out more, right? How can I use my platform in pro wrestling as an opportunity to gain more. That's all I'm saying. I think it was cool uh, because at the end of the day, and, and, it's, and, and it's not just, and, and, and you know what? I will address you, American Bam Bam. College degrees can be worthless about as much as anything else. If you have experience, you don't know how to use it, it's going to be worthless. If you have experience, a uh, college degree, it's going to be worthless, but they're giving themselves an opportunity because I'll be honest with you, Impact don't have the same amount of education I do. But I'm going to tell you right now, impact and what he knows makes him to be able to work three, four jobs. Imagine if he didn't use his motivation to do that. He wouldn't do that. Michaels has expertise in a lot of things, too. Since CDC. My point that I'm making is you want to use your platform to do more. And bam, bam, I'm going to bust your bubble. Yes, college degrees reverse uh, bad investment. However, that's going to be changing pretty soon. So you might be eating your words a little bit. All right.
0: Uh, He's got a degree in political science and he works in banking. How does that make <laughs> sense?
2: Hey, hey, you know, but that's not uncommon. I have a master's degree in healthcare administration, and I'm not always in healthcare. You got to pimp what you got. That's all I'm saying. It don't matter if you have a cost degree. I'm just saying that Nikki Cross, we don't, I don't picture her seeing her down the road doing too much in wrestling, right? I, I'm I'm not trying to be mean. But I'm saying she took opportunity for when she was in pro wrestling to get her something that I'm not saying she would have would have not had that if she didn't have yeah. pro wrestling as an opportunity.
1: That's all I'm saying. Oh, you're good, man. And America Bama, he, he said he's just busting your bubble. So it's just I know I,
2: I, I haven't. Uh, I, I, you know what? It was fun. I want people <laughs> to bust my bubble because if not, uh, then it's just Mike. Uh, Matt Michaels doing it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, Michaels or City
1: Steve, you want to add anything to it? Uh, I mean it's it's always good to have a contingency
3: plan. Um yeah. you know, it it's one of those things at this point where it's good to have. Um I am a uh, a two-time college dropout, so <laughs> there's that. Um nonetheless, uh yeah, if you see value in it, then pursue it. And more than not, more often than not, you're going to build up that value yourself because it's all mental. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's realistically what it is.
1: Gotcha. All right. I, no, let me let me properly uh there we go. That is our three count, fellas. Good stuff right there. I like that. You know, that this the second topic almost gave us some some, some uh a little heat going back and forth. We don't get to get that much. We're usually yes men, but we had a little bit of disagreement here. I like that.
2: Discussion. Well Michael's well Michael yeah. stopped sending money to my account to agree with him. So you know I figured I would go ahead and, and just remind him, hey man, the heat's gonna be longer something. you don't pay yeah. me. <laughs> I'll mess it.
0: Nah, says one of this jackass watches fucking AEW for three seconds and now he's a super fan. So he's gonna fucking <laughs> say everything. Oh I'm not a man. super
3: fan. I am a I am a hey, realist.
2: Man. I am a hey, realist.
3: Man. Love it, love it first sight. What can we say? You know, love
2: first sight. Yeah,
3: you, you yeah. know, it's funny until, I, I,
0: until he sees fucking raw the next week and goes, "Oh my god, this was so good."
2: <laughs> but but at the end of the day, it's a fair account of what works because at the end of the day, I'll be real with you, man. They, I give a lot of shit to AEW, man. Sometimes I'm just shaking my head, like, "What the fuck, clown shit?" Am I watching? But they was good this week. We'll see what happens next week.
1: <laughs> Listen, I don't, I you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you, guys, uh, I don't know how y'all watch damn near seven days of wrestling.
2: I mean, VOD, <laughs> brother, VOD and YouTube. Oh my <laughs> god! I can only impact pay per view. Yeah, month? there was. We didn't even talk about a new women's champion, right?
1: <laughs> Listen, we got it. We got supposed to off. tell us. We got. Where, where's
2: Impact on Impact?
1: We got to get off the air. Okay, <laughs> we got We got commercials to play. All right, okay. we can make our money. <laughs>
2: You want um, to
0: look at a dome instead of watching the pay-per-view. Hey, that's
1: that's that's wifey time, man. You know, she gets all the time she wants. And when yeah. she wants it. And right when she right.
2: wants it. You, look, look, look. We should be paying his wife just for the time allotted to us knuckleheads to hang out.
1: <laughs>
2: Don't man. give her any
3: ideas.
1: <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, listen, um, shout out to uh, everyone who hung out with us. Thanks for the comments. We definitely appreciate that. If you want to join us every Sunday, we do this 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we welcome you to join the conversation. If you can't, just download the podcast. They're available um, Monday, Tuesdays, and the Falco Fowls normally uh, releases on Friday. So if you don't know what that's about, jump on it. Um, again, I have mentioned New Japan is going to be coming to uh, Vegas. So if you happen to be in the Vegas area or just plan to come, October 28th is the show tickets gonna sell this tuesday so it'd be great to uh to check that out uh that's all the final thoughts uh, i have but uh simon street what would you like to tell the good people out there
2: well if you live in las vegas it's hot as fucking shit out here oh my (laughs) gosh man if you ain't checked your ac you might want to make sure you check your ac get go ghetto whatever the hell you got because man if that motherfucker go out it's a problem (laughs) <laughs> but outside of that, if you're living in cooler climates, man, I envy you and your location. If you joined in for us, I hope that our topics entertained you. I hope that our banner, our banter uh, really got your blood boiling and, and having fun. We love it every weekend, man. Please bring the energy. It, it, I want to point out, John, uh, you know, Bam Bam, you know, uh, I think Charmaine was one that was on for the last couple show. Yep. This is what we're looking for, y'all. We are looking for people to come on the chat, man. We're not shy. We're not going to always just leave you out. We either will speak what you say in the chat or we're going to pop it up on the screen. We like your opinions. Trust me. Bring. We want the smoke. So (laughs) please bring your opinions. The show is 10 times better when you bring your opinions. So that's all I want to say. Thank you all and have a great, 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 great. great. All right. No doubt. Sin City Steve.
3: Hey, thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, doing all the stuff that you guys do. We genuinely appreciate each and every one of you. Special shout out and thank you to all the brave men and women serving this country, whether you're doing it on the lands foreign or domestic. Thank you for doing what you do so we can do what we love to do. And last but not least, repsports.com, R-E-P-P sports.com. Go there for all your pre-workout weight loss and general energy needs. Again, that's repsports.com. Use promo code Vegas at checkout and save yourself 15%.
1: All right, all right. Matt Michaels. Good night. Good night. All righty. Until then, uh, we'll see you. And um, happy rest. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.